The alarm bells are going off this morning in a new way. New urgency in the chorus of concern now for what a second Trump presidency could, would mean, including from more and more members of the Republican Party about the Republican frontrunner. Former Reagan official Robert Kagan calls a, sec a Trump second term a, quote, clear path to dictatorship in the United States. And former speechwriter for George W. Bush, David Frum, he put it this way, instantly would plunge the country into a, into a constitutional crisis. Liz Cheney, former Republican member of Congress, said just this morning that if Trump wins, he'll never leave. So what's Donald Trump's response to all of this? It's not me. It's President Biden that democracy should fear. Let's get over to CNN's Kristen Holmes once again. Kristen, hearing from Liz Cheney this morning saying that if you vote for Trump, it could be the last election you ever get to vote in. These, what is behind this urgency we're now hearing from more and more Republicans? Well, if you talk to Republicans on the campaign trail, as I do, it does seem more and more likely that Donald Trump is going to be the Republican nominee. And so what you are seeing is these Republicans who do not support former President Trump coming out and talking about what a Trump 2025 agenda or a second term would look like. And that really has been Joe Biden's biggest argument against another Trump term. He has said that if Trump was to be reelected, that it would be a threat to democracy. He essentially, just to remind our viewers is facing charges for trying to overturn the 2020 election, one of our democratic institutions. He has also questioned the legitimacy of all of our elections, even at one point called uh, for the termination of the Constitution. But now he is saying that it is actually Joe Biden that is a threat to the country. And he's using an argument that he's used before, saying that the four indictments that he has been currently charged with are all because Joe Biden is using his position as president to weaponize the Justice Department and take it out on his political opponent being Donald Trump. Listen to what he said this weekend. Joe Biden is the destroyer of American democracy, and it's, it's him and his people. So if Joe Biden wants to make this race a question of which candidate will defend our democracy and protect our freedoms, and I say to Crooked Joe, and he's crooked, the most corrupt president we've ever had, we will win that fight, and we're going to win it very big. And, Kate, one thing to point out here is that Donald Trump himself has said out loud that if he was reelected, he would weaponize the Justice Department to use it against his enemies. In fact, he actually has said that he would put the entire Justice Department underneath presidential control, effectively making the executive branch more powerful and giving it unprecedented levels of power. Now, the other thing I want to talk about is what Donald Trump outlined for his second term agenda, should he be reelected, and that was about health care. Now, I know this is a big pivot here, but it is critically important towards a general election. Should he be the nominee? He has continued to attack Obamacare. This is something that is actually giving Democrats fresh ammunition as they go into this potential ge uh, general election rematch between Trump and Biden. They like the Affordable Care Act, and actually most of America, if you look at the polling, likes the Affordable Care Act. And it also has accelerated plans for Biden to start campaigning on what he would do in a second term when it comes to health care. Uh, we have some of that reporting here from our colleagues Arlette Sands over at the White House, but she, preparing health care measures that he would aim to pass in the second term would include expanding Medicare, drug price cuts, making enhanced federal premium subsidies permanent, and expanding Medicaid. Uh, clearly here, they want to be running on health care. Again, 
it is a favorable program here in the United States. It is not something that they want to run away from. Republicans, on the other hand, they don't want to touch that with a 10-foot pole. I think that's a perfect description of it. <laughs> avoid, avoid, run, and hide. It's good to see you, Kristen. Thank you. John. All right, with me now, Laura Barone-Lopez, White House correspondent for PBS NewsHour, and Estet Herndon, national political reporter for The New York Times, both CNN political analysts. Estet, there is this, this drumbeat yeah. of a Trump second term would be a threat to democracy that we're hearing, really, I'd say it's getting louder over the last week. You've got this opinion piece in The Washington Post, in The Atlantic, and a news piece mm -hmm. in The New York Times, which just flat out looks at what the policies would be. This is in your paper, and today they say more than anything else, Mr. Trump's vow to use the Justice Department to wreak vengeance against his adversaries is a naked challenge to democratic values. I think there is a growing realization because people are taking Trump's words seriously over the course of this year. I think there's been a growing realization that this is the person likely to be the Republican nominee. But this is not the same candidate, I think, from 2016 and 2020. This is someone who has escalated that sense of rhetoric and is now promising policies to really put these things into action. My colleagues who have been focusing on Trump 2025 really lay out three areas where he would really shift uh, in comparison to what the Trump we knew as presidency. That goes to kind of weaponizing the Justice Department, kind of as we heard, the, the sort of drain the swamp, fill, uh, uh, fill the, the, the uh, bureaucratic jobs with some people who are more supportive of Trump. But it also goes to expanding military powers for immigration and, most importantly, just the general expansion of executive power. This is a president who's really pushing to really unify power in the executive branch and really go at the kind of checks and balances that have grounded American democracy for a long time. So although it kind of feels like a stale uh, a presidential race that might feature Biden versus Trump again, I think that's a mistake. This is a different Donald Trump. This is a radicalized Donald Trump. And, Laura, to that effect, to what extent do you think voters are focused on who he is versus what Donald Trump would do as president? Well, I think that the Republican base is very much focused on who he is, but, but also what he would do, which is that Trump has made... Uh, made it very clear since the beginning of this campaign when he launched his reelection bid that he this was all about retribution. This was all about him getting revenge on his perceived political enemies. I do think that voters are paying attention to that. They were paying attention to that also in 2022, because when I was out in states like Michigan and, and uh, Georgia, a number of voters, some swing voters, Democratic voters, said that they were very worried about what they were hearing in terms of election lies. And the president has continued that, essentially, the former president has continued that, essentially saying that if he were to lose in 2024, that the entire system will have been rigged. The only way it isn't rigged is if he were to win again. So I think that despite the fact that, yes, the economy is going to be important, yes, healthcare may be important, but this is something that is going to be uh, front and center for a number of voters in 2024. Uh, Kate mentioned that Liz Cheney was on the Today Show mm -hmm. today. Liz Cheney's got a new book out and, of course, you know, stood up against the former president. This is what Congresswoman Cheney, former Congresswoman Cheney, said about what would happen if Trump is elected again. Listen. Do you believe if Donald Trump were elected next year that he would try to stay in office beyond a second term? I that he would never leave office? There's no question. There's you think no he would question. try to stay in power forever? Absolutely. I mean, he's already done it once. You cannot count on a House of Representatives led by somebody like Mike Johnson to stop this president. You can't count on a Senate of Josh Hawley's and Mike Lee's to stop Donald Trump. I was going to ask you about that. Surely, instead, this will be a, a focus of the Republican debate. 
yeah. on Wednesday night or not. I mean, you would think so, but to this point, we have not seen his kind of Republican rivals willing to kind of go at this directly. And I think it speaks to a kind of uncomfortable fact here, which is that Donald Trump has pitched this version of himself to Republican base voters, and many of them like it. Many of them see his presidency as having been stymied by Congress, by checks and balances, and, and really look at this version of Donald Trump as someone who can, quote unquote, finish the job, but doing so uh, going outside of the kind of norms of legislating that I think we have seen consistently. And so I think Congresswoman Cheney is correct to kind of call that out because that's the evidence that we have seen from Donald Trump since day one. He's not someone who is kind of going to be deferential to democratic norms or to checks and balances. But the important thing about this Trump campaign is they've actually been very strategic in terms of uh, infusing the Republican Party with a lot of uh, state party officials that are supportive of his every move. And so not only do you have kind of Donald Trump at the top of the ticket who is pushing these policies, but you have a Republican Party that from top to bottom is still his. And so at this point, you really can't count on that kind of internal check from the party to really push back on him. And I think that's what Congresswoman Cheney is really uh, isolated. Laura, what about a general election? What do you expect to hear from Binder? What do you think would be most effective? Is it threat to democracy or is it he will get rid of Obamacare? Well, I think that uh, if you ask the Biden campaign, they would say that their message on economy as well as the threat to Obamacare is something that they would prefer to talk about. But they are going to be talking about what they see as a threat to democracy that the former president poses. Now, some of the Democrats would like the would like President Biden to be a bit more forceful in that area, to talk about it more frequently. We've seen him give specific speeches about January 6th, about even this Project 2025 that Trump and Republican allies are pushing, which a said outline uh, that has to do with installing loyalists across agencies in the government, weaponizing the DOJ and going after his political enemies. President Biden has talked about that, but he hasn't talked about that for months. And so that's something that I think it'd be interesting to see if President Biden decides to be more direct and forceful, like Liz Cheney, because of the fact that I asked him about Speaker Johnson and whether or not he thought that he was concerned that Speaker Johnson might help uh, a President Trump or might not certify future election results. And President Biden essentially dismissed it, saying that he wasn't concerned about that, that the Constitution would hold. So it's striking that uh, a Republican former Congress member like Cheney is saying that, no, that is something that the country should be worried about. Laura Barone-Lopez of Sid Hernan, thank you very much.